coming soon. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Let's Two minutes past eight. Good morning to you. Big day today, Valentine's Day, and uh, Mark Bickley joining us for the first time in 2023. That is certainly a yes moment. Great business starts with yes. Search Optus Business. We are waiting for the Premier of South Australia, Peter Malinowskis, to call through. We don't call him. He calls us, so we're just waiting for it. Just looking at a text message here on our text line. Uh, Morning, guys. All the best for the new duo this year. Just wanted to say, how great is Malcolm Blight? He speaks so well, and I could listen to him talk about footy all day long. Such an intelligent football mind. That's cheers from Source. What do you reckon that's the big man, Sam Jacobs? Uh, he is a big listener of the show, but we've also got another um, source who is a huge listener to you. You'll get to know the different types of, of sources. Different... <laughs> <laughs> a couple of condiments <laughs> te- texting in. Uh, but but it's interesting about uh, talking about uh, Jason Horn Francis on the halfback flank. He mentioned Andrew McLeod. Also, Simon Goodwin, Mark Rusciuto, a lot of those great midfielders all started as halfback flankers, mm. learned how to defend, learned that defensive aspect before going on and becoming great midfielders. Also had a, a text message coming through uh, Mario, Malcolm Blight and Mark Bickley should bottle their own bathwater, which is great. Mm. Uh, are you a bath guy or a shower guy? Uh, more of a shower guy, I would say. Yeah, see, I love a good bath. Yeah. We've just moved house as well, and mm-hmm. the bath there is spectacular. Um, to come around and have a look. Because <laughs> I thought you were going to say come around and have a bath, no, which would so. be weird if I invited you around yeah. to have a bath. Um, look, uh, we, we quickly wanted to play for you, Ken Healy, speaking about Jason Horn Francis yesterday because Malcolm Blight was talking about being comfortable being back in South Australia and already without playing a game for the power, he's, he's soon become um, a villain in the AFL, some would say, because mm. everybody's talking about him. This is Ken on the pressures that he faces. Yeah, and that's really good uh, feedback for him, I reckon, is to understand the scrutiny that's ahead of him, uh, Wiggy, that we go, well, you know what, mate, there's a bit coming your way and, you know, you, you pick one in the draft, you've left you've left North Melbourne after your first year for obvious reasons, you just want to return home. Uh, you know, he's a really talented footballer. I don't know that, um, you know, you don't go pick one in the draft if you haven't got all the talent. He's got all the talent in the world and, you know, but he's had significant surgery in the off-season. He's, uh, he's back training and he's looking really, really good on the footage field. He's 19. That's the problem. You know, mm. we talk around some of our younger players and, you know, the two that get mentioned, or the three, Dersma, Butters, Rosie, get mentioned all the time. They're, they're three years ahead of him. So we, we can only sit back and enjoy what his career will be. He'll be an outstanding player for Port Adelaide. He'll be, um, he'll be a player that we look back on in generations, to, I'm sure, and say how, how good a player he and was. And Bix, a man who knows a lot about scrutiny and performing under pressure, is the Premier of South Australia, Peter uh, Malinowskis. Good morning, Premier. Thanks for joining us on SENSA. Good morning, Jared. Good morning, Bix. Now, uh, Pete, we just you've just been anointed by uh, Malcolm Blight as one to watch this season. If we just look back a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> since the start of your premiership, you've brought the, uh, the Velo 500 back, which was an outstanding success. We've seen uh, some great tennis played at the revamped Memorial Drive. The Live Golf is on the agenda as well. That's going to be down at Grange. Uh, the Gather Round we are so looking forward to. And now you've got your eyes on the New Year's Test. That's not a bad start in terms of uh, sporting achievements uh, for us here in South Australia. Look, we're pretty serious about it, Biggs, because, I mean, apart from the fact that it uh, provides a lot of entertainment to South Australians, mm. our our bigger objective is creating that economic activity that we know major events can bring. I mean, it's hard to believe. I think sometimes we've got short memories. It would talk, this time 12 months ago, uh, South Australian hospitality businesses and tourism businesses were under some pretty severe restrictions in COVID. I mean, I know, for, look, listen, to me at least, it certainly feels like a long time ago, but mm. um, it wasn't. 
And what we've got to remember is that we owe it to those people, those little small businesses who paid those massive sacrifices, giving up their incomes, their capital during the course of COVID, just to put them back on their feet. And we see major events as being a great way to do that. So all the economic activity that we got out of the LA 500, I think, justified that investment. And we anticipate the same again around the Gather Round and Live Golf and the list that you, you mentioned. The other thing is, um, you know, I think there's actually about us being proud of the story we've got to, to tell in South Australia. I, I've always had the view that we've, you know, hit our light under the bushel just a little bit too much. So I'm proud of the fact we're putting ourselves out there. And when people come to South Australia often for the first time, they come back for seconds and thirds and, and then they go home and spread the word that, this state's got a bit of a buzz about it, and I think that's an exciting proposition. Now, let's talk about the New Year's test in a little bit more detail. Is this a thought bubble? Is this sure. an aspiration, or is this something that is a, a realistic chance that you're really gunning for and hoping to be able to attract? Well, it started because the South Australian Cricket Association um, came to me and said, look, we're a bit concerned that, quite frankly, Cricket Australia have been taking Adelaide Oval test for granted. And... I think there's a lot of truth to that, Jen. Uh, and I don't say that to be critical of Cricket Australia, but I think we've got to you know, put our hand up and say, well, hang about. We had West Indies this year when the main test tour was South Africa. And then there's a lot of talk around the place, and to be frank, a bit more than talk, that Adelaide faces the prospect of its test match again in the summer coming up, like the next summer, being West Indies again. Mm. So we would have West Indies twice in two years, which I think is a bit, a bit stiff to say the least. And I think the, the fact of the matter is that on a per capita basis, the Adelaide Test is the best attended in the country by a long way. And because of that, because we turn the crowds out year in, year out, Cricket Australia are inclined to say, all right, well, we're going to get a big crowd in Adelaide anyway, so that we, we won't give them the prize fixture. Um, and we'll try and plug it in Perth or, or somewhere else. And if you look at the turnout in the Perth test, that was an embarrassment. So I say, look, you can't take us for granted. Uh, we want more certainty. And the sacker put on the table to me that, you know, they were interested in, in potentially uh, putting their hands up for the New Year's test and asked if the government would be willing to support it. We went away and did a bit of work on the back of that request. And it's pretty clear there would be additional visitation if we had at least a fixed time for the test to be and if that involved a public holiday or a high peak summer period then then we get a few more bums on seats coming from interstate which is what I care about so I I said I was willing to support it and then then one thing led to the other and uh, before I knew it the New South Wales Premier was Mm. having a a cheap shot and and the whole thing got elevated but we'll put our best foot forward and, and see what comes out of it. Premier we know that you are strapped for time this morning before we let you go I wanted to ask you about Live Golf. This is a, a bold move where I think you've been brilliant in taking risks and being proud to bring these big events to South Australia on the same weekend. Obviously, as Gather Round, I've, I've had a bit of time to learn about Live Golf and the, the external noise we can separate, but it's it can only mean good things for the state with tourism, hospitality, but also for the western suburbs with it being um, held at, at Grange. I'm sure that excites you about being involved and, and learning about the potential of what it can bring for us as a state? Well, absolutely. So the Gather Round is round five, the weekend after Easter, and then the weekend after that is Live Golf. So the, the Gather Round ticket sales have been extraordinary. We've already got over 40,000 tickets sold from interstate 
um, buyers, the hotel occupancy um, is through the roof, which is actually a bit of a problem because we're worried that we're not going to have enough hotel rooms and flights are already astronomically expensive. That's a separate challenge, but that's a challenge that speaks to gather around success already. But I think South Australians need to realise when it comes to live golf, yeah, we have taken a bit of a risk there. It's a breakaway tournament and it's got a degree of controversy around it. But um, when it comes to interstate visitation, it is already shooting the lights out, almost sold out. And my view was, well, look, the USPGA has taken the Australian market for granted for decades. For decades. We have never had the names like you know, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, um, Phil Mickelson, Sergio Garcia, um, let alone Aussies like Cam mm. Smith and Mark Leisham, all playing in an Australian tournament ever before. I mean, this will be the biggest golf tournament in Australia in 50 years, literally, just because of the quality of the players. Um, and, I, and there's a whole list I haven't mentioned. So we're pretty excited about it. Like I said, ticket sales are through the roof, so it's already sort of ticked all the boxes for what we were hoping for. And yes, it'll create a bit of noise and, and there'll be a bit of controversy. Um, but look, um, as you said, Jay, we've got to take a few risks and put our best foot forward and and we're pretty happy with, with the way that's playing out thus far. Well, we wish you all the best. Thanks for taking some time out this morning to have a chat with us and keep up the good work. Let's go with this New Year's test and anything else we want to have a crack at as well. Pete, thanks for your time. <laughs> I appreciate it, gents. Cheers. Uh, he was fantastic then. I, I loved uh, his response to Dominic Perrottet, who always just likes to come out and take a cheap shot against mm. South Australia. But we're we're doing really well when it comes to big events here in South Australia. You know, we're and we're we seem to be the home of a lot of firsts. So with the tour, with the tour, fantastic. Mm. Um, the the tour down under, which you just completed, was spectacular. The first um, the first real one we've kind of had um, over the past few years because of COVID. The first ever gather round, live golf being here. I used to live on White Sands Drive where the Grange golf course um the entrance is get a few balls over your fence my front lawn was covered in golf balls every saturday morning i've got so many golf balls that are flogged from people who just can't hit a golf ball so it is exciting to be in south australia Uh, it is it's great and um just on the the new year's day test uh i thought i might just have a look at the composition of the cricket australia board because ultimately they are going to make the decision aren't Mm. they Unfortunately, uh, there's a number of New South Welshmen on it, including former Premier of New South Wales, Mike Baird. Uh, now, Mike Baird is of the uh, other political persuasion mm-hmm. to Peter Malinowskis. So that's not ideal, is it? You know, you've got to try and convince someone from Sydney who was, uh, you know, died in the wool Sydney side, who's going to make a decision to move away a, an iconic sort of test match from their city. So it's going to be hard work. But I guess if you don't ask, you don't know. I had another text message as well. Shane from North Haven has sent us in a text 0427154166. Don't forget, game two of the State of Origin is back here at Adelaide Oval this year, I believe too, or Shane believes, which is good. Um, it was a big event a couple of years ago when it came to South Australia. So a good time to be in Adelaide at 14 minutes past eight. We'll be back with your text. And of course, we need to find out the result of our social media poll too. Good morning on SENSA.